Hello, one, and welcome to episode 125 of the Citric Session. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. Today is February 6th, 2023. Yep, uh, January's gone, Jeremy. Where'd it go? Oh, my gosh. That's so fun. I was thinking about that the other day. I couldn't believe it. And in fact, not only is February here, we're already a weekend, which is pretty amazing. So I usually do a vacation, which I just came off of, uh, out skiing out west. And then we have all these company kickoffs. And, uh, you know, January just kind of disappears. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So my kids are back in school. Uh, we are already thinking about spring break and where we might go for that. So it's pretty wild. Maybe this is what they say when you get old. They just go by really quickly. That's what it feels like. It's it's all about being busy and needing to work while you're busy, which I'm going to tell that story here in a second. And then, you know, spring break, my goodness, if you don't have that book by October these days, the rest of the world has beat you to all the places you want to go and prices have gone way up. It's Life, life, uh, life is not what it used to be in terms of uh, how you approached it day to day, and even in the short to midterm. Well, so we we've, we've got a standing um, a standing spot that we could always go to without failing Florida. So my in laws live in Central Florida. Now I have to be willing to commit to spending a week with my mother in law, but there's always an open invitation, so to speak, because who who doesn't want to see the grandkids? All four of them. Yeah. And you kind of have built-in babysitters, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we. I'm not gonna lie, we play that card all the time. I bet. We can get away with it. Yeah, it's good for everybody. Yeah. Well, hey, the uh, the blog we want to review today is called uh, "Enable Mobile Work Styles: Empower Users with Citrix Workspace App on iPad." Um, oh, I can't pronounce. Can you pronounce the author's name? I. Uh, Prashant. Prashant. Nagarja. Yep. Um, from December of this year. And why this one is what we chose to today. So I had my situation, uh, I was with my CFO on my ski trip last week. And uh, he mentioned he brought an external monitor and he was going to try that with his laptop. Uh, And then we were on top of a mountain and he realized he forgot to turn on some type of script that allows them to run some report they run every other week. Uh, and so, you know, he uses a virtual desktop. He doesn't really think about using it that much and, and being intentional about how he uses it. Uh, and in this case, he was on top of a mountain and he had no choice other than to go go to the restaurant, pull out his iPhone, log into his virtual desktop and enable this script because the entire company's uh, billing around professional services was on hold until he did that um, for the month. So, uh, you know, watching someone non-technical make that activity happen from a mountaintop was pretty powerful, pretty powerful for me to have the story to tell. And honestly, pretty uh, awesome to see someone on the non-technical side, you know, do something that that I took advantage of in the late 90s, which is, you know, sitting on a phone in my driveway, getting work done because I had to and I had no choice at that point. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love that Drew did that. So I love where that conversation went next was the idea that he had this uh, extra monitor with him. And, and I told him, Hey, I thought I read a blog the other day that Citrix had enabled your iPad to become a secondary monitor so that between the workspace app on a PC and the workspace app um, on an iPad, you could extend your screen across. And I, I don't think that's what it really was, but that led us to this article uh, that allows um, you to take the workspace app and on your iPad and using some type of display connectivity, um, wired is what we're talking about, I think, right now, 
take that over to a, a secondary monitor and be able to extend your screen and work as if you were on a you know laptop with two monitors using, uh, I guess, an iPad Pro. It might be the iPad standard as well. Uh, but that's what we talked about. And then lo and behold, you're like, hey, let's don't make liars out of ourselves. Let's go try it. So that's what you've been doing for the last 10 minutes, literally 10 minutes. Um, first of all, set us up to why this is important to a Citrix user to have this ability. Well, let me uh, let me start. Let me let me back it up a little bit. So, just to clarify, um, now that you mentioned it, so I, I do have a Mac and I do have an iPad. In fact, what I have in front of me is the iPad, uh, the twelve point nine iPad Pro. So it's a little beefy. Um, it's not the newest version, um, but it is a little beefy. And so, what I have done in the past is the first scenario you just described. So I've taken my Mac. Uh, there's a new feature. It's probably come out within the last year or so, maybe a year and a half, um, where uh, there's a sidecar feature where you can take your Mac, right? So I've got an iPad or a Mac Pro right here, and I can use my iPad as a second monitor, which is awesome, right? And I've done that on occasion. Um, I got to be honest, uh, for me, probably a little bit niche, so to speak. Um, I've done it a few times. It definitely works wired. I don't remember if I've done it wireless, but I do think Sidecar, which is that feature, works uh, wirelessly. And that was awesome. So that's what you thought this was. On the flip okay. side. So, so real quick on that, I'm, I'm not a Mac user. So if I'm a PC guy, I don't get this ability. You don't get this ability. You might get this ability. I take that back. If you've got, um, you know, there are some apps. Uh, we used to do this all the time with some of our um, Zen Mobile demos where we take um, we take a machine, we could cast it. Like I could take my my PC. And using, I think it was called Air Server, I could cast my PC over to my my iPad, which was awesome, and vice versa, um, which is pretty slick. But um, yeah, this is uh, we're a part of the ecosystem here using this specific feature called Sidecar. So inside of Mac OS, you can go look at your displays. You know, you can enable Sidecar, and it will grab an iOS. So if you're a PC person, as far as I know, this doesn't work. So someone please throw in the comments whether or not it does, but I've never seen it work outside of Mac to Mac or Mac to iPad. Okay. Yep. So so that idea, and then I assume Citrix Workspace app could just take advantage of Sidecar at that point? Um, correct. Yeah. In fact, I've done that, right? So I've had a Workspace app running on my Mac and I've extended this thing out to be, you know, both screens. And it secondly, it essentially had a second desktop um, for my hosted desktop. And that works just works just fine. And, nice, actually. and you, you know, we're, we're just having an open conversation here around what works, what doesn't work, what may be glitchy, what you, you kind of hesitated when you, you didn't go all in on saying it was great. What, what was the experience like? Um, and if I remember right, I think maybe there was a little latency. Um, and I think I did this early on too. So when this feature first came out, like any feature, maybe a little bit buggy, but I felt like there was a little latency between, you know, just the screen refreshes between my Mac OS and then having, the sidecar, which is an entirely separate device and just moving things around. But um, it was probably more a function of sidecar itself than it was, you know, necessarily workspace app. Um, because I got that experience, you know, with or without workspace running. So if I just had sidecar running and I had Excel, there was a little bit of lag because I'm so used to having it just super snappy. Yeah. Um, but listen, you know, it's it's serviceable. It works. I mean, think about it. Um, I've been known to work from like a WeWork and having a second monitor, you know, with the iPad that I'm probably carrying around anyways, it's super nice. I mean, it's not uncommon to see folks have two devices at a Starbucks these days. So, well, that, um, that's, that's an interesting part of the conversation because in all transparency here, when we first started this conversation, you, you, you mentioned that your iPad pros amazing device watches a lot of Netflix these days. 
the idea that you could actually get some more work done with it would be better use of whatever it costs to buy that thing. So, so let me put this in front of you too. And here's what I, um, here's the reason I have the iPad and, and more specifically why I have the, the LTE version or the, the 5G version of this iPad Pro. Um, and that's the idea that it just works anywhere, right? So, you know, when I'm with my Windows PC, if I'm with my, my Mac Pro, don't get me wrong, I've been used to like hanging off my cell phone for internet coverage, right? So I can turn my Verizon service on my phone into a hotspot. Sure. I've got these devices hanging off of it, but there's something super powerful about just opening up an iPad Pro and you're just on the internet because you just have instant access, which is awesome. And so the thought is, you know, I've got my iPad Pro. Um, I've done this from airports. Um, I've used this from airports. I've used this from coffee shops with, you know, crappy Wi-Fi. I've done this from all these locations and it's nice to have just a a device like that, like an iPad with access to the internet right out of the gate. So the idea is, you know, what if I could take that device, you know, I've gotten into the habit of carrying around, this is probably a, maybe a 14 to a 15 inch widescreen portable monitor with me as a second monitor. Um, and I've done that for my Windows PC and my Mac. Can I use this with my iPad? As it turns out, I'd never tried this before. This is completely on the fly. Um, can I plug this external monitor, which has got a USB-C connection, and my iPad Pro has a USB-C connection? Can I plug this thing in and make it work? Lo and behold, it does, right? So immediately when I plug that in, the screens were mirrored, which is awesome. Um, but what this blog post does is it points out the fact that maybe you can extend your screen, um, maybe pull up a hosted desktop and have it share both screens. What I haven't tried yet is can I have... The desktop just show up on the second screen, but ultimately, long story short, you know, I've got my iPad Pro working now. I've got this external monitor sitting right next to it, and in this case, it's connected with a cable. And I pulled up my virtual desktop, and right now it extends across both screens. And I think this is what this article is taking us through: is there's a new feature. Sounds like it was released in end of last year, so maybe the 22-12 release of Workspace app, but enables this feature. So, Jeremy. And I'm not an Apple user. I used to be, but I haven't been for a while. So if I just took my iPad Pro, plugged in this mm -hmm. uh, USB-C cable over to a USB-C monitor or HDMI monitor, the iPad Pro is going to be able to leverage that with or without Citrix at this point. Is that true? That is correct. So it can leverage this external monitor, correct? So what we're really talking about here is Citrix has now brought it into the Workspace app to be able to extend the desktop or, well, the virtual desktop in this case, across multiple monitors to make it seem like a seamless two-monitor solution in Citrix. Correct. Okay. Correct. That, that, that's and, good. I, I, I guess I didn't, uh, you know, I'm not a Mac guy, not an Apple guy. Uh, have been, loved it actually when I used it. Um, so it makes sense that if that's doable at the firmware software level within the iOS iPad world, mm -hmm. then it just makes sense that Citrix would want to take advantage of that multi-monitor scenario. Correct. Correct. And here's what's interesting too. So I always forget because I've gotten so used to this now is, you know, Citrix used to sell X1 mice, right? Because, you know, there wasn't mouse support, you know, with an iPad. So Citrix said, Hey, you know what, let's build those bits right into workspace apps. So now I could use a, a, a mouse specifically built for workspace app. And that was the X1 mouse. Um, you can give yourself mouse access. But again, you know, what is what's happened here is, you know, you can now have mouse access directly from the iPad OS firmware, right? So now I forget, I've got this touchpad on my iPad OS keyboard that, you know, 
I don't normally use very much because I don't need to, but within this workspace, you know, within this virtual desktop, you know, I've got, I've got my mouse working as well. It's pretty slick. So other than being a phone you can put in your pocket, this, this plus Citrix becomes that Nirvana enterprise IT potential enterprise IT uh, device potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, again, I've got this desktop that now, I'm not stuck with Wi-Fi. You know, I can use this thing anywhere. Um, now, granted, if I'm sitting in Starbucks, you know, the Starbucks Wi-Fi is pretty pretty dang good these days. But it's good. But you got to go through the act of getting on. It's like it's nice to put out your. So, for example, last week's trip, I I took a literally six year old Surface Go with four gigs of memory and who knows what kind of processor in it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't use it on the plane because it was too clunky to try to get on and watch movies. I used my iPhone for that. Right. Meanwhile, when I had to get some work done from the condo, I pulled out this little Surface Go tablet. It sounds like the iPad Pro or maybe even a regular iPad, short of being my phone for you know phone calls, could have been the answer to everything I needed last week. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that brings me to the next question. When do we get to the point where this iPhone, especially these phablet looking ones, can become... You know, USB-C connected monitor, got a little, you know, dongle that it connects all this stuff together, including a keyboard and mouse. I'm extending my display over to this bigger display or maybe mirroring it, probably extending it. You mm-hmm. know, what point do we finally get that Nirvana phone that we've wanted for all these years? Oh, that's a great question. I guess, um, number one, can I do this on my phone? I mean, I'll just unplug this and I would love to try this just hanging off my, um, you know, I got an iPhone 13 here. Uh, that would be nice. I, I guess the question is, does Sidecar work on a? I haven't tried that. I haven't tried this, but it's a feature of iPad OS. I don't know if I don't know if iPhone 13 or just iOS supports the extended, or if it's just iPad OS. Uh, I'll yeah. tell you what, though, it's easy for us to try. Um, you know, I could certainly follow up on this next week. But literally, when you said. Hey, you know, have you ever tried this? I went, no. And it took me all of three and a half minutes to connect these things and make it work. I mean, it was almost plug and play out of the box. So, you know, when we think about how easy the Nirvana phone was supposed to work, it was supposed to be very, very plug and play. You, you plug it in, you connect a monitor and boom, it just kind of worked. I mean, we're not that far off. This this wasn't very hard to do. So, so here's I mean, what, the hardest part. The hardest part was finding my cable. I bet. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So here's what Google says. It says, uh, does Sidecar work with iPhone? And uh, can continuity sketch and markup will work with all Mac systems running Mac OS, uh, Catalina, iPad devices running iPad OS, and iPhone devices running iOS 13. Well, there's also a support article from Apple that talks about, so if we wanted to do this with a cable, there's a support article that talks about connecting your iPhone to a display with a cable. In this case, that'd be a lightning cable at this point, right? Um, oh yeah, is that even possible? Because this is this is lightning on that's a very good point. So I don't know if it's got the speed to do that. Well, I had but a I conversation do. with somebody the other day that because of stuff happening in Europe, even Apple iPhones are gonna have to be USB-C by a certain date. Um, that is true. But having said all that, to be fair, now that I remember this, um, I do have a lightning adapter, a digital AV adapter that does do HDMI. Um, actually, I have one that does VGA as well. Um, this used to be the demo back in the day when I did have the older iPad, and I had to plug in a lightning connector. So actually, this feature has probably been around for a long time, or at least just connecting an external monitor. Yeah. I'm sure it would work. 
I guess the net net of this is that Citrix, above all others, continues to evolve this synchronous, asynchronous solution where you've got the digital workspace, you've got the SaaS apps, you've got the published apps, you've got the desktops, both VDI and server desktops being published. And then at the same point, you've got to have these uh, plethora of workspace apps that go on these endpoints that go above and beyond just HTML5 connectivity through a browser to make things like this work and feel close to native. Yeah. And, you know, I think where some of this is leading to is even a centralized cloud service to manage yeah, I don't know if this works on iOS yet, but we we've got a global config service that works on the Windows versions. So maybe this is something we talk about in the future. But you know, how do you manage configurations of workspace across yeah. all of these different endpoints as well? Well, I think the key I'm really highlighting it, it takes a company to invest in both sides of the equation, including yeah. the potential ease of management uh, from both aspects. Which I think you know, you guys have brought back your uh, Zen Mobile acquisition and and mm -hmm. working towards more of that uh, type of the that, that piece of the story. Uh, more to come on that, but I could see you know that being the rest of the story when it comes to managing not only the Citrus Workspace app but the um, the device itself. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Actually, um, that's a very good point. So, Jeremy, uh, I guess if somebody wants to try this. What do they need? What do they need to do? Well, you need an iPad, um, clearly. Um, you need an external monitor of some kind. So, Can I pause you, know, you there I, real quick? You, you said yeah. iPad. Is it iPad Pro or just iPad in general? Uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's just an iPad in general. If you can get uh, much lighter, I, there might be uh, performance issues if you have an older version. I'm just looking at what it takes to push video out to an external monitor. Um, but just to be full clarity, this is a newer iPad Pro, so it's, it's a little bit beefy. Um, but I'm sure you could do it with a, an iPod Air or an iPad Air as well. So something not quite as as beefy, I'm sure it would be supported. But I don't know how far back that would go. Mm. Okay. So you need you need an iPad, uh, a newer one of some type. Um, yep iPad Pro ideal, but uh, not necessarily, at least we don't, well, you need, you'd have to have the lightning to display port converter if it wasn't an iPad Pro, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would definitely need that. You need the uh, the lightning AV adapter. Um, I, to be honest, I haven't touched, this is going to sound bougie, but I haven't had a, uh, my last two iterations of iPad have been pros. So I'm not quite sure what the connector is on an, on an Air or some of the other versions now. So I'm, I'm looking through the article a little more and it says previously Apple only allowed mirror mode when connecting to an external monitor. So mirror mode, not, not, mm -hmm. so that's part of this uh, mm -hmm. new feature with iOS 16.2 uh, doesn't say pro native non mirror extended display. So sounds like you, as long as you had a uh, 16.2 and you got this native non mirror extended display, extend display, you're in business. Yeah, I guess what I haven't tried is, it, and, and this is actually pretty slick. In fact, you brought this up before we hopped on is, could I launch this in a way that the external monitor was one, running my desktop, running Workspace app and my desktop, um, and then it left the uh, the iPad display itself available for whatever you wanted to run. So maybe you're, listen, I use iMessages all the time. That could be a thing, you know, yeah. you know any of the native apps to the, to the iPad. 
And there's no mention here of wirelessly doing this, at least not yet. I assume that day may come someday. Well, I mean, at some point, you've got to have a wireless monitor, right? So what's nice about Sidecar is you've got two devices that understand how to communicate wirelessly. Mm-hmm. This 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 laptop, I mean, I've got this iPad, but this screen I've got is just a, it's just a dumb screen. It's connected with USB-C. So unless it's wireless, you know, you're kind of out of luck. Yeah. Okay. Well, this I mean, the highlight here is whether it's the Apple ecosystem, whether it's the Linux ecosystem, whether it's the Windows ecosystem, Microsoft ecosystem, there's a lot going on. And companies like Citrix, again, realize that it's a asynchronous approach that's going to check the boxes and allow them to take advantage of what features are coming up in the native OSs that could extend into the enterprise digital workspace, BDI world. Man, Anna, you just ruined my afternoon. I'm going to tinker with this for a while. But I didn't have a phone call with you in 20 minutes. I might. Uh... You don't. Have, you don't have to pay 100% attention. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeremy, thanks for jumping on and covering this with me. Uh, we wanted to do something quick and fun and easy on this one. You know, get out of the trenches, the enterprise IT trenches, and talk about something maybe end user related and something uh, that's got you curious about spending the rest of your day in your lab. Heck yeah, man. Listen, I uh, I love devices. I think we asked the question two or three weeks ago. You know, there was some article we read that had like five devices. Which ones do you have? And I think I've got all of them as well. And I like tinkering across all of them just to see just to see what works. So this has been slick. And all those devices, if you're using a Citrix environment, all you need is a Citrix workspace app and 95 to 99% of the features mm-hmm. are going to be the same on all the above. And at the end of the day, you're just trying to get work done. Every morning, I go to the coffee shop down the street uh, to get a little work done, just to knock out some emails and some things like that, just to get out of the house to get my day started. And I've gotten to the point where I will just grab whatever device is closest to my hand on the way out the door. And so I've walked out with my MacBook, uh, walked out with my Chromebook. In fact, I've done that the last two mornings. Um, I feel like I spent 11 billion bucks on a Pixel book three or four years ago. I should use that. Um but yeah. Yeah, I'll just grab whatever. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this. Do you use the Citrix workspace app every morning to get work done? Are you able to use native apps like a browser to get some of that work done? How do you, you know, what, what's the approach that you and your organization have for you each day? So I, I approach it from two different ways because sometimes I try to understand what, where folks are coming from this. So there are days where I go into my, I've got a virtual desktop. I do have a full windows 10 desktop and I'll access everything from there. But um, sometimes, uh, especially since we've made the transition to Gmail, uh, I will work out of Gmail locally, but um, there are some certain links and things I need to get access to that only exist inside of the Citrix network. So we've got reports and things that are largely web-based. Um, I will pull up our Citrix Enterprise browser and access those reports internally, you know, without a VPN client, without any of that stuff. Citrix actually has the the same knobs and switches around security. So copy and paste, um, watermarking, and seems something like that they would do in a virtual session. They'll yeah. do within this enterprise browser and me hitting some of those internal websites. And so I'll do that quite often, actually. It's pretty, pretty neat. So I, I like the way you talked about that. It's, it's okay, what's the user flow like? Okay, I understand that. And then what are the security requirements all of a sudden that kick in that are going to mm-hmm. dig? We're in the, we're at Zintegra. You have the ability to access a lot of this stuff without going through the workspace app. But because of security concerns, that's becoming more and more of a requirement to get there. You've got to go through this 
front end first, get authenticated, get validated, get watched the whole time. And then you can do your job from within there. As a user, you had that one little extra step that now sets you up for the rest of the day, which by the way, uh, going through that extra step is going to save you more steps later. You got to realize that Uh, I find myself sometimes doing native and only I'm I'm logging in here. I'm logging in there. And at some point I'm like, man, why don't I just log in this one place and be done the rest of the day. Um, And meanwhile, security is going to dictate that we're going to have to go that direction at some point. It's interesting to me because I had this conversation with my brother-in-law who's, you know, he owns a company and he, um, he didn't understand why you'd have to have a digital workspace. Why I I, I got, I go into Google, I go into Microsoft, Mm -hmm. I go into this, I go into that. I was like, well, what if you had a legacy app or what if you had, you know, higher security requirements and you say, well, yeah, you know, that stuff's starting to come up at work. And like, yeah, when you get there, you're going to have to have a digital workspace. Yep. And and you should never be using a VPN. If you can hear me say this, don't ever use a VPN unless you're doing it for systems administration stuff. And he said, yeah, we we barely, rarely use a VPN. I'm like, yeah, but barely, rarely are you still using a VPN. Yep. Yep. In fact, so part of, it, it's funny. So part of the secure private access solution from Citrix includes kind of some VPN access, right? And that works a little differently. So normally VPN would say, once you're connected, there's kind of a, an implicit everything, allow everything, right? So normally I can do whatever I want. Uh, With SPA, secure private access, it's very much the opposite. Like even if you connect with the VPN, everything is turned off by default. And so, you know, admins have to specifically go in. So if you need, you know, RDP access as an admin into some of your servers, then someone's got to go in and specifically say 3389 uh, across the VPN. But long story short, and when we're talking to customers, as it turns out, the use case is pretty small, you know, so not a, you can get away with not having VPN access. You don't really need it. Um, and usually the, the folks that do are- and the, uh, and the potential risk is great. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We see it a lot. In fact, a lot of our customer conversations are, how do we turn this off? Yeah. Should be. Yeah. Should. All right, sir. I'll let you go. I've got some stuff to do for my next meeting and um, appreciate you jumping on and we'll do this again next week. Absolutely. Talk to you guys. Talk to you later. Thanks.